Welcome to the Powercast with Charlie Johnson. I'm one of the world's leading fitness and transformation coaches. I'm going to be providing you with the tools to build your ultimate body and mind. Yo, what is going down, Charlie Johnson? You all right? How you doing? This is a rare occurrence yeah, that you're, you're, you're somewhere sunny and I'm somewhere... <laughs> <laughs> it's Life's usually flip side of the spectrum. Yeah, life's you, it's, fucking, it's fucking hot here as well, man. Like... I don't know if it's the same sort of temperature as what it was in Houston, but um, it's close to it. Like, I feel like it's close to it, but it's different heat. Like Houston was like muggy and just like horrible heat, where this is actually quite nice, but when it's humid, it is. It is and where are you, Fred, if he's listening, he doesn't know? Oh, so currently I'm in Miami, <laughs> living the dream. <laughs> but I'm actually so. He's got four uh, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I'm coming out of Miami. I was here last week for work, and then I decided to take it upon myself just to take just take a few days to kind of chill, relax, and kind of see what this city's all about. So I've never been here before, and um, it's cool. It's a nice place. Like, it's different. It's a different state to, to any other that I've been before. Like, it's completely even different to Florida. Like, I've been to Florida before as well, but Miami, for some reason, is, I don't know, it's, it, it's very, very, very different. Different vibe. People have been there. You haven't been there, have you? Have no, you been no, in Miami? No. no. Uh, yeah, I guess. People were still friendly. Um, although I had a... I went to a gym yesterday. I won't say what the gym was called, but I went to a gym yesterday and it was just... Li- literally, like, you know how how impatient you get at times? Like, I'm cool. I'm pretty chilled. Like, it would take me quite a while to, like, to, to push my buttons. But with you, like within, if it's two minutes and you don't like get a response or, or something doesn't go your way, you're like, you like fire up straight away. I walked into this gym and there was first thing there was no one at reception, so I was waiting there for about five minutes, still no one there. So I walked over to the cafe area and like spoke to this like young chap and he was basically like, "Is it cool to get a day pass?" And he was just like, "Have you been here before?" Like just the rudest. <laughs> like, it just basically just put me off that gym completely, and I I trained. It put, even put me off my session. All right, you have to tell us where, yeah. you've got to tell us where the gym is now because they've been arseholes. So just, they, you have to tell people when you get bad service. Nah, I'm not going to call them out. I never know. The dude might have been having a bad day. So. <clears throat> the gym itself was actually all right. Uh, but it's just you know, when you just get put into a, into a bad mood sometimes. <clears throat> but nevertheless, the, there's, there's another gym that I trained out in out here. It's called... Uh, Elevation fitness. Okay. That's actually really, really fucking good. Like it's got a Watson Watson equipment. Uh all the machines are really cool. Like the people that uh the people that run it are really really sound. Like it's even got a little barbers in there. There's a little yeah. area where they where you can sit and get your hair cut. So I'm actually gonna go train there a little bit later on today. So yeah, I mean Miami Miami's cool. Like I don't know whether or not I'd typically it's like anything, like, you know, I don't know if I'd go back to Houston again if it wasn't for something in particular. It's not the sort of place where I could see myself going and staying for a long period of time. No, it's just a, a city. Um, but it's cool. It's nice. It's cool. How's things with you? All good. Trying your- to- yeah, it's busy. Just trying to take over the world. I have to say what's amazing is uh, probably now 10 days of perfect training and nutrition and sleep. And my body feels fucking insane. It's like responding so quickly. I feel like it's really? Yeah, mate. Newbie gains. Even like my aura ring, I've been having a lot of 90s coming up in readiness. Mm. My HRV, that is heart rate variability, 135 this morning. I think it's Jesus. Where, what, what are you thinking that you're putting that, that down to? Um, factors? 
So the main factors I would say that now, because I've suddenly actually realized that I'm the boss of my own life, I do what the fuck I like, that I don't actually have to get up if I don't want to get up. So mm. now I naturally wait are very sensitive to the light. So I wake up as soon as it gets light. So as it's now I'm not getting light till 7.30, up a bit later. But I'm sleeping yeah. more and recovering better from that mainly. And I'm also spreading my meals out more, um, okay. which I think is helping. I'm trying to keep them away from eating right before you're in bed, which I think is having an influence in terms of my sleep. And also taking away some of the pre-bed, like some of the health supplements I was taking pre-bed were interfering with my sleep. But I moved them forward by about three hours. And all these small little tweaks seem to make a big difference. That's good, man. So <clears throat> I guess we'll start by, I mean, I think there's probably very few people on my platform who don't know who you are. But if there is by chance anyone out there who doesn't know who you are, uh, what you're all about, where you came from, what your passion is, uh, how we became to be friends and inevitably now work together. Um, just give, give the people a brief rundown of brief because even if they do follow you, I mean, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people would be intrigued about, I mean, you do a podcast yourself, you get guests on and you speak to them about their kind of background and where they came from. So I think it'd be cool for the people listening to this to get a little bit more of an insight into you as a person, um, where you kind of started from, what your passion is, what your drive is, and inevitably what's led you to uh, become the person that you've become today. Okay, so I'm going to try and keep this brief and not drag on forever. So uh, <laughs> in context of who I am and where I started, so uh, I currently live in Surrey. My family lives in Spain, so I spend a lot of time there. And I do a fair bit of global The starting position from where this crazy fitness journey all began was about 10, 11 years ago when I qualified as a PT, as scary as that is. I originally started working at the, one of the first gym groups in Guildford. Um, so I had a massive passion for fitness. I was qualified PT. I didn't fucking know what I was doing. And I thought I knew the world, but I didn't really know what I was about. And I knew like the basics, like the teacher and PT. Um, but not enough to warrant, not enough to make me happy with what I was doing. And what I was also saying is that what I found with PT is that I was... Uh, training a lot of people who weren't necessarily the demographic of train and maybe fall out out of love with the fitness industry a little bit. So I then went and did a ski season, so random fact and qualified to So I went and did that for five man of many days. And um, I then came back from the Alps and I decided I didn't want to go back into fitness. So I went into the fitness industry sales. Uh, and that for me naturally was something that worked really well for me. As a person, I was incredibly driven and motivated myself. So from there onwards, I managed to get to the position where I was managing the boss in 2024. Um, so I then worked there for quite a while up until I was 29, uh, till February this year, where I basically walked in. At uh, 9.30 in the morning, cleared my desk and was like, see ya, I'm going. Because um, over the past 18 months, two years, I uh, had been grinding away and doing the Gary V side hustle of building my fitness business on the side, which has always been my huge passion. Like One of the greatest moments that will ever stick in my life is I remember when my boss at the time said to me, you can't just leave. And I was like, I can fucking do whatever I want. Like, 
what you like you can't like you don't own me it's like slave yeah. labor like that for me was a very freeing experience of being like like never again like realistically now can anyone ever tell me what to do because i can live life exactly on my own terms like i was already saying like if i want to get out of bed at 10 30 in the morning i could do running and get my shit done so that was a very interesting experience in the last seven months as i said from there it's really exploded so um for me, like my huge passion is I absolutely love first and foremost. For me, like my favorite time of the day is literally just getting like battering myself training. So I'm on like a constant drive to prove myself physically and mentally. I've got a massive thirst to learn. So like, this year I've done tons of seminars. Like we did the one with Ben Kowalski. Uh, yeah. I did one with Mark Chef. I'm doing one with Scott Stevenson at the end of the year. Uh, I spent a lot of time with, we, we both have Mark Coles. Um, just continually trying to like learn and level up because for me, the more knowledge I acquire, the better myself and the better I can get the results of my clients. And then the more like value I can add to everyone's life around me. I think like I made when I was younger, uh, as I referred to when I was like 18, 19, I was having too much of an ego to think that I knew everything. Whereas now the more I learn, the more I feel that I don't know anything. So that's a bit of a brief run through where I am. So in terms of what I do at the moment, I currently run a fitness business called CJ Coaching. So I have uh, a number of one-to-one clients who work with myself and also a coach who works with me, Jeremy. And I also run one of the biggest uh, eight-week transformation programs in the world called Shred and Eight. Next one starts tomorrow. This won't be out there. <laughs> um, next one, if you want to join uh, it. It might be. It might it might be out. Um, so Shred Day's been an awesome project like myself and Mike have been working on together. Um, so we've travelled around. That's why we were in Houston earlier in the year. We travelled around and it's something we've sort of built together as a cool thing. Um, so yeah. I've been things. I've got a few business mental clients to work with as well. Uh, I've got a client who's opening a gym in Bristol I was with yesterday. It's quite a cool experience. So that's something for me. Like I know you, like, you and me, Mike, have talked about a lot. Like not from a financial point of view, but like something I'd always love to do is have my own gym just because I have a huge passion for training and fitness. And I'd have to be in a financial position where it would never, I wouldn't have to be worried about it because gyms generally don't make much money. But um, that's something that's cool on the horizon that I'm, I'm thinking about the next. That's a three to five year goal. I think goals are important. Yeah, I think, I mean, somewhere to kind of have a base and yeah. to kind of like just chill from is, is probably ideal. Uh, like you say, from a financial perspective, I don't really think that you will earn a lot of money from a gym. However, like, who, like who knows? Who, who really knows? Like, if you're savvy with it, then the chances or the potential that you could have to earn lots and lots of money is incredible, right? Because the gym, like I explained, the gym that I, had, I trained at yesterday, they had a barber in there. Like, when, when did you get that in the UK? You don't get any of that in the UK. Like, the level to be able to scope out and think outside the box when you own a facility like that <clears throat> i mean let's be honest the majority of people go who go to a gym they do it to kind of better their physical appearance so why not have some form of like hairdressers or tattoo parlor or tanning parlor even, even if it yeah tanning parlor or beauty salon or whatever tied onto it as well and then obviously you go down the route of maybe potentially i don't know like a food hall or like like Belush gym in <clears throat> in dubai yeah. Are they, what, what, what AB's done with locale, like there's little factors like that, which will not only add value to your gym and make people want to come to you as well, but there's potential for you to make more money out of it. So I think, yeah, if I was to ever look of going down the route of opening a gym, it would be from a completely different perspective. I mean, you'd, you'd obviously want it to be a really, really good facility where you'd have decent equipment and a decent vibe, but at the same time, 
I think there's so much scope, especially in the UK, to build something that's more than just a, a gym, more than just somewhere where you go and you just train. Because let's be honest, I mean, the two best gyms that we kind of train at out of the UK, uh, Kings and Orpington, they've both got factors that if you just amalgamated them both into one, it would probably be like an ultimate gym, right? Yeah, I'm sure. So I don't, I don't see why there isn't, there isn't anyone out there that's actually like trying to do that. <clears throat> I think again, that it comes down to your motives. So, for example, like the guy who joined uh, MuscleWorks, John, like his motive isn't purely financial, and like that's exactly the same for me. I'm not necessarily motivated just by money. My aspiration is to like initially is to create myself to be the best version of myself that I can be and keep evolving, and then like take everyone, clients, friends, anyone around me, take them up with me and help them level up. And then yeah. having a gym is just a cool byproduct to something of success that you will naturally come across. Whereas like something I see far too much is that it's cool to have money and obviously that's something that I, I ultimately want and everyone needs in life. But too many people are too money thirsty rather than passion thirsty, if that makes sense. So where do you think that's come from though? I had a I conversation can... with someone the other day about where that initial drive, like where, where that actually comes from. Like, because there probably was a time, like you mentioned briefly before, when you first started out as a young teenager and you were very ego driven, which I think a lot, a, a lot of people will resonate with that. I myself resonate with it. Can you like pinpoint an actual point in time where you actually started to think outside the box and not more so because you wanted to, I don't know, maybe be someone in this social media realm just as a face but more so now because you want to impact as many people as possible like where did that where did that come from i think to be honest with you that's something that comes with maturity and age and i think when you're younger you necessarily look to be more flat flash and try and get cheap attention almost whereas in my opinion i'm a big believer like the loudest, the loudest person in the room is the weakest person in the room like if you have to introduce yourself to everyone who's like at a gym or wherever then like, like if, 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 if you're successful people will know who you are that you have to introduce yourself that's sort of the way I look at it so like I don't I'm like a natural introvert so like I like my own, I like my own space I like to be my own like I don't necessarily like attention but then like you have to push yourself out there push yourself outside of your comfort zone and almost you come like an alter ego person to try and achieve some of the goals you have in life and I think yeah. Part of like the maturing is you suddenly realise that cheap attention from flash watches, cars, or whatever is cool for that stuff, but it's not necessarily going to bring you happiness and contentment because ultimately, like, I've had I have nice stuff, but it doesn't like after you bought it, like, yeah, it's cool, like, I've got a nice car, but yeah, great. But like for me, real fulfilment and uh, happiness comes in like adding value to myself to making myself better, and then like when you get feedback and you can have uh, influence, influence and impact on other people's lives at mass scale, like it's, it's quite interesting. Like the last Shred Nate program was just finishing this weekend. And we had 230 people finish an eight week transformation program. And like, it's quite um, a funny feeling to the amount of like heartfelt messages you've had from people saying you've completely transformed my life and all these sort of things. And like for people like, I've never met these people, but like you've had an influence on all these people from all over the world where I'm just a kid from Surrey who's worked from home like in fitness you know, on his laptop so it's when you think about it in that respect it's um it's pure madness but it's an incredible gift of technology that our generation have and ultimately whatever you want in the world is there for you to take you know you just have to have the right mindset 
and belief in yourself to really knuckle down and put in the work. Like the real, the thing that will like set you up and set you apart for anyone else is your work ethic and your work rate. That's the biggest variable you, you have control over. And I think too many people have too much self doubt and don't work hard enough to achieve what they want in the right direction. If that makes sense, they go chasing the wrong things. Yeah, it's, uh, it's funny how majority of people nowadays, they kind of, I say nowadays, but it's not really nowadays. It's more like it's human nature. It's human nature to chase after instant gratification, whether that be that you style your hair a certain way, whether that be that you buy a pair of trainers or you, or you wear a certain outfit which gives you confidence, which inevitably then might return someone giving you a compliment, which will give you that instant gratification or whether or not that's you posting something on social media because you're hoping for someone to comment on it or hoping for someone to like it. Inevitably, that's human nature. That's a trait as a human being that people are going to want to try and bring more of it to you. But um, I feel like a lot of people get lost because they don't understand that all of that shit doesn't really make a blind bit of difference. And the things that really do kind of resonate with you and make you feel like you're, you're worth is your ability to be able to tap into someone and kind of bring out emotions in them more than anything else. Because you can talk about it from a fitness perspective. We can talk about whether or not it's you changing someone's life physically. But the, phys the physical change is always an outcome from their mental mentality. And I think that's what people lose track of. They lose, they don't understand that inevitably if you can just change your mindset towards anything, it doesn't really matter if it's fitness or not then the outcomes of what comes from you changing your mindset are just a complete byproduct of you changing your mindset. Um, I had a conversation with someone the other day about the two main factors and if you can actually adopt these two main factors and master these two main factors, then you'll succeed in anything and that's consistency and patience. Like you name me one thing that if you're not consistent with and not patient with, then you will be successful in it. Like that goes to anything. <clears throat> yes, there's, you can take out the factors that you might need to improve your knowledge or your education on a specific sub, uh, subject or whatever it is that you're trying to achieve. But regardless of that or not, it's consistency and it's patience. It's repeating and the process. To, yeah, in anything. Uh, I think, unfortunately, a lot of people want that instant gratification. A lot of, a lot of people want that. They have that mentality towards, to, to kind of be in the the now thing rather than just sitting back and actually thinking to themselves kind of what, what do you want to be remembered for? Yes. Like we've had that conversation before. Like, do you want yeah. to be remembered for the person who was just putting out pictures and photos on Instagram at instant gratification? If you want the person that's changed hundreds of thousands of people's lives as well. Yeah. And that's the thing. I've had a really cool thing recently, you know, as well as, um, Paul Andrews, who's done a few podcasts of mine, and he was going on Shred and Eight, and like we talked, we did a podcast on how uh, you can just transform your life in eight weeks. And like from transforming his physique, he has added so much confidence to his life that he kind of left his job and he started his own business. And for me, like, oh, awesome! Yeah, and I, like, it's incredible. And I sit there and I think, like, it's crazy how like one small choice in your life can have like life-changing decisions forever for the best. And like the, the, the worst thing you can ever do is not try to do something. So like, say for me, for example, if I hadn't left my job in February, or if, if I left and then everything went tits up and all fell apart, 
all right, what's the worst thing happen? I'll just go back to where I was anyway. I'll just go back to get another job in the agency. So, like, yeah. there's no risk and reward. You have to fight your fears and do things that you don't want to do because ultimately that's what leads to happiness. And what's the point of, like, not having a go at life because you only ever get one, you get one chance. And, like, the older I get, I'm 30. Like, for me, the, more, the older I get, the more I think, like, shit, I need to work harder and faster because, like, I feel a little bit like the clock's, clocks on the run a little bit <laughs> I don't know about that I think we've still got plenty of time left folks. I guess for anyone out there that's kind of listening that maybe that maybe is sitting on the fence like, let's be honest how long did it take for you to be able to actually put pen to paper and kind of just say fuck it in regards to you leaving your job and chasing after what it was like how how long did you before, when, when the moment came where you kind of had an inkling that that was kind of what you wanted to do it was probably how long was it from months, then about five months about five months so that's still pretty pretty short period of time though right yeah and I, I was the reason what, that what I, gave you that though what, um, what gave you that for confidence in my own ability to achieve the things I wanted to achieve and like success breeds success so the more like say for example, client transformations I was getting, the more confident I was getting as a coach and the better the coach I was becoming and the more my business would grow. It's just that snowball effect. And it's like a gravitational pull. Like the more successful you become as a person, the more people you will like who are similar mindset will pull towards you. And I'm, I'm sure you won't mind me saying like the chap Venny I trained today, he's a good friend now. Like he has sort of reached out to me, I can tell because he wants to be around that sort of like mindset positivity. And like for me, that's something I love. Like, I naturally now I'm like the person that like Mike knows what Mike's talking about uh, uh, being impatient. Like I can't deal with anything that's inadequate or like negative, like anything like that in my life. I fucking just sack it off because I'm not about that. But anyone who's positive and willing to put themselves out there and try things and like has an upbeat attitude, like I'll do anything for you and I'll support you to the fucking, to the end of the world because uh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Life's about. Yeah, I think there's a difference. There's a difference between people that that see success, success that someone's or the traction that someone's gaining, and wanting to jump on the bandwagon for their own kind of ego boost. There's a difference between that or a difference between someone who just sees someone absolutely kind of killing it and just wants to better themselves and have a better understanding for what it is that they're doing. Like because, like inevitably, there will come a time, I guess, where you'll step probably away from the one-to-one coaching side of things and be more in alignment with trying to help people who want to do what you do, Yeah. do that, right? Yeah. So, like, you could quite easily charge money for that now. You could quite easy, easy, easily set up those platforms now and charge quite a hell of a lot of money for it because it's not re- in, re- in reality, there's only kind of, I can only think of like a handful of guys in the UK that actually excelling and succeeding in online coaching. Um, and I think, and I think even, the big thing as well for me is like, for like online coaching is staying true to your values. And like, it's something that a lot of clients say to me as well. Like, you know, you're exactly the same with your clients. It's like, I practice what I preach. And for me, like I fucking love training and that will never change. Like I go balls out with everything I do and I've never asked anyone to do anything that I wouldn't do and like I would you never see me just like oh I'm just gonna sack off training now forever this is like business guru which um you do see happens quite a bit now as people tend to 
like progress on through life, understand your training might change and what you might want to do aspiration in your physique might change. But for me, like yeah. you should always have your finger in the pie of what um, got you to where you are. And like your true passion, if you're truly passionate about something like that, like I, I know you're the same, like I'll, I'll train today. I can die. Like, Oh yeah, hundred percent. I, I spoke to somebody the other day about it. 70, like. Yeah, I, I actually, funny enough, I said it on a podcast the other day. I said that I it, it wouldn't matter to me if I didn't see any more progression for the next ten years of my life. Like, if someone just said to me now, "You're going to keep training, but you're not going to see any progression," like I wouldn't care. Like, I'd do that shit anyway. Like, that's the sort of shit that like gets me going. And I think that's where a lot of people go wrong, especially when in regards to them trying to change their physique or become fitter and healthier, is they hate training. They hate going to the gym. They, hate, they see it more as a chore. Yeah, they see this shit as a chore. I'm kind of like, and for me, I don't understand it. For me, I, and I guess because like I haven't always trained the way I have. You haven't always trained the way you have. But there's always been an element of movement in my life, whether that be through sport, whether that just be through the fact that I was like kind of an active kid anyway. So for me, like it's second nature. So I don't really know. I can't come from a background where I didn't really do fuck all. But you're a human being. Like this is like you're made to fucking move this way. You're made to do. You're not made just to sit on the fucking ass and watch TV and eat shit food. Like that's that's just a one way ticket to you fucking like like dying in the next fucking, by the time you're fucking 60, like, cause you have a heart attack or you have a fucking stroke. Or whatever. But I think a lot of people would, would, it would serve a lot of people much better to try, try and understand that this shit is what you're made to do. And the feeling of you just feeling like you're uncomfortable, you don't, or, no, here it is. This is what it comes down to. The people who say they don't like doing it, the people who say they don't like going to the gym are the people who one, don't understand it, and two who are so unconfident in their own ability that it puts them out of place and they feel uncomfortable to the point where they don't want to do it anymore they don't they don't not enjoy it because they not, don't enjoy the actual physical experience of it they don't enjoy it because they've tied an attachment a mental attachment to it whether that's confidence or whether that's the, i don't know you know i just think a lot of people would would be served a lot better just by again being fucking consistent with it and being patient with it. And I do, but I think, again, it comes back to your environment and the network of people you surround yourselves with and keep them keeping in that positive, positive environment. And again, that's why, like, to me, there's nothing worse than people who... Um, there's nothing worse than people who preach certain things but then don't back up the reaction. Yeah, it's... it's I, like I said it to you the other day when I was watching back through the video... <clears throat> scrolling back through our WhatsApp and I came across the video that you put out when you first, the first day that you left your, or the day that you left your job to try and go after this online uh, fitness thing. And like for me, like watching that back, it sends, it sends shivers down my spine because like that's the reason why I think I was drawn towards you or whatever it was is because you're the sort of person who can not only say that they're going to do something but put pen to fucking paper and then five months down the line fucking execute on it. Whether or not you feel like you're scared to do it or not, you're just going to fucking do it. And I think a lot of people would would would, uh, would benefit greatly from trying to adopt that sort of mentality. But for me, like, like it sounds weird. I, like, I love, I love, like, I don't love pressure, but I know I perform well under pressure. 
when I excel. It's exciting when, when you throw a purple at it and you don't know what's going to happen. That's the most important. Like, what's the point of having a Change your life, don't do something different, and that will ultimately lead you to happiness and contentment. If it doesn't work, you'll find something else exciting to do. So take the leap. I think just a lot, a lot of people just kind of give up on life at such a young age. And the amount of people that I know that are like in their late, their late twenties or early thirties, and assume that like that's it, like. You're going to live the rest of your life. Oh, like that. Like, what my my brain's just opened up in the last probably last six months. But if there's if there's anyone out there listening to this that kind of wants to make the jump, that's maybe sitting on the fence. Like I know, obviously, that the initial thing that you're going to say is just fucking do it. It's easier said than done. But is there is there any reassurance that you can give someone? Because the way that I see it, and like this this is the best way best way to explain it. So, like. I like to look at everything as like, what's the upside, what's the downside? So, okay, I, I sack off the job I fucking hate, and then I get to go and try and chase my dreams. I achieve it, I live the fucking dream of whatever it is I want to achieve. Job, job done, like life's happy, you're kidding it. All right, it doesn't work, you go back to where you were anyway. So there is no real downside, other than you tried something, it might not work, you go back to where you were. But the upside is you get to live the life of your dreams. So there isn't really a choice, in my opinion. It's just the courage to do it. Yeah, I think it. Well, it does. It does take courage, but I think to an extent, it just it does just take you know just like like fuck it. What have I got to fucking lose? Like literally, what have you got to lose? Because in this in the span of like what five? No, sorry. How, how long was it? So you left in February. So it's now what? Yeah. So what? Nine nine months. Yeah. In the space of nine months, like, how fucking different is your life now? Like, oh, you're yeah. sitting in a fucking homemade fucking office in your fucking house. Like, I'm sitting in fucking Miami. <laughs> it's fucking crazy, mate. It's mental. Uh, it, what can, the thing is, what can be... The thing is, his thing. What can be in achieved in the span of nine months so I like, like fucking in, ridiculous, oh. but still, you can imagine what more that could have been achieved. Yeah, and like, and that was with like me enjoying myself, doing loads of traveling, making mistakes, new business, all this sort of stuff. Like, mm. what you realistically achieve when you really to it? Like, I don't. I, I'll, I'll hold my hands up here. I don't think I've worked as hard as I could have worked. I reckon I've probably worked 90 percent of my capacity. Like, I've got another ten percent there if I wanted it. But I've enjoyed the ride, and I'm happy with what I've achieved. Like, I've. Like business that scaled massively in a very short period of time. I've got like hundreds and I've had over two thousand clients in the last eighteen months, um, and I've had some like world class results, transformations. I've got to go speak at a fitness seminar in Barcelona. I've done loads of cool stuff. We did a seminar with clients of our own, a CJ coaching one. Like when you actually think back about what we've done over the last. Seven eight months is uh, insane. It's such a brief period of like brief period of time in the context of life. Yeah, it's fucking. And how many memories? How many memories that we've made? And it's just a thing. If you don't take these leaps, you don't have these memories. You don't have this life. Like, if I hadn't done this, I would still be working in an office, sitting on a desk in Walton on Thames in the rain, year round, depressed, thinking, "Oh, is this what life's about? I could do more than this." Like. I'm not reaching my potential. I'm better than I, I'm better than this. I can do more than this and just be 
like feeling like a, a caged animal almost is how I felt. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. And I think it, that's all it comes down to. It, all it comes down to is you just thinking to yourself, you know what, like my life is the way that my life is now. Like in reality, look at how good it could be in comparison to what it is now. But then even if it does go wrong, you can always go back to the way that you're living now. Yeah. Like anybody can. Like even if you were to have left your job and then your job and then this was to have failed and then you go back to your job and your job didn't want to have you back anymore, you'd still find another job. There's always going to be work out there. There's always going to be ways for you to, to kind of make money. Like, but there's, there's not always going to be the opportunity to take, to take a risk and go after and these opportunities you really want to take. Uh, you have windows of opportunities in life and these windows will not always be open. If I didn't do what I did in February, I wouldn't be able to do it now. It'd be too late. I, I can, if, yeah. I, if I'd waited another year, I'd have fucked it. Like it, the social media changed, the world's changed a bit. Like I, I would have yeah. missed, I, I scraped through. And I realistically, and I actually said this to you that I pussied it. I should have done it earlier when I first had the idea in October the time before. But then everything yeah. happened for a reason. But I might have, might have jumped shit and I might have ballsed it up. Again, like I wouldn't go back and change anything because ultimately it led me to the position I'm in now and you have to be accountable for all the actions and decisions you make in life. And whether you think they're right or wrong in hindsight, you've just got to own that shit and try and make learn from it going forward. Now I'm at the point where like I come up with an idea, I execute it on it the next day because I'm like... Someone else might come up with this. I need to do this now. Like, I literally, <laughs> I'm going to get a sign in my office that says, do it now. Just fucking get on with it. So I guess that's probably a good time for us to kind of change topics slightly. Um, we've, we've touched briefly, briefly upon some of the things or some of the um, mindsets that people are going to have to adopt if they want to kind of better themselves business-wise. Let's talk about some of the things that you feel are are beneficial or some of the things that you think that people could do to maybe increase their their social media presence increase their traction on their social media like obviously you you've been around kind of a few years on social media now you've built an, built an extremely uh, strong following on social media but as we both know now the, the platforms themselves the social media platforms themselves are changing dramatically uh, some of the things that kind of worked even to an extent probably six months ago to kind of boost your engagement and boost your traction towards yourself and trying to put yourself out in front of more people's faces have kind of changed now as well. So obviously being, being someone who's, who's deep into the social media realm, obviously your, your business now is, is mainly comes from online. Uh, what are some of the things that you feel people would benefit from or some of, some of the things that people can do if they want to kind of build traction in the social media platforms? This is the golden nugget that everyone's going to want to take away from this. If you want to build a big following, this is, and it's not, it's not probably what you're going to expect that I'm going to say. Get the app TikTok and start using it and posting content because that is a massively viral organic uh, platform for social media. And like, albeit I've only started it like two weeks ago, or like a week ago. But for example, I had 10 followers on it when I first started. I posted a video. I've got a thousand views of 10 followers. Wow. If I did that on Instagram and I had 10 followers, oh, you, get nothing. You, get, like, you might get a view. Like, so to yeah. give you an idea in terms of the reach, if you haven't got a following already and you want to pull people into your ecosystem, I would use an app, use TikTok, 
post content onto it, whatever you want, same stuff as Instagram, whatever, and you can link TikTok to your Instagram and your YouTube. And for anyone who does this and blows up and it works, send me a message because I want you to say that was a gem and you've changed my life because it will yeah. work. Um, I think it's it's crazy, right? Because TikTok itself has kind of probably been around now for about I probably think about before. two years, right? Yeah, uh, it was an Apple Musically before. Yeah. So, but um, I'm really, really surprised that there hasn't been anything a platform like that ever before because people go on YouTube to watch videos that go viral, like stupid fucking videos, like people like. Like I've watched some of the stuff on TikTok and it's literally like someone standing in their fucking kitchen oh. pouring a glass of fucking water and it's letting it fucking spill over. Like this like some of the shit doesn't appeal to me at all, uh, but you can see why some of this shit goes viral. But it's never really been a platform. It's never been a platform that's totally for that. A little bit. So like for me, I'm a I'm a very serious person, so my content doesn't necessarily amalgamate with the platform particularly well but i will just post fitness content anyway because i know some of it will go via, like get quite a lot of reach but tiktok aside the biggest thing that i could say is like i always like think is like why should anyone follow you so why should anyone follow me and like why should anyone follow you so like the reason i say that is you have to think like what's in it for them so you have to turn up every day and provide some sort of value or some reason like provide for my, my aspect i try to is like as i said to you earlier in terms of developing my coaching side from a business point of view and from a physical fitness coaching point of view is leading by example and practicing what I preach, but then also documenting what I do to showcase my knowledge and also educate anyone who follows me and also to try and provide free value because the more free value I provide to people, the more people buy into me as a person. I think, oh, look, I've fucking learned all this stuff from Charlie. This is the free information he's giving away. Imagine what it's work, like to work with him. And that's how you start to bring people into your world. Um, that, that for me is the king. It's just providing free value consistently and at mass scale. So like for me, I post on, um, I get shot. My kids in America, so you've got to put your vest on. There's a highlight in there, but I'm going to get shot in a minute. So to give you an idea in terms of content, I, I send out three emails a week. I have two, three podcasts out a week. I have a YouTube I post on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter three times a day. And now I post on TikTok three times a day. So there's a hell of a lot of content like out there. And like I'm a big believer in the fan uh, of the word called omnipresence, which is to be everywhere at all times. So like if you go onto any platform, I'm on there, I'm in your face. And that's like what I want. And I also use Facebook retargeting ads now as well. So like people, you click on my website, my Facebook page, like you'll see me, I'll come after you. Like I'll follow you around. And then like, that's how, um, like, that's how you become the first name in fitness for like people to remember. Like, oh, I want to get in shape. Oh, Charlie Johnson, dude. I see all his stuff all the time. It's like, let's drop him a message or click on his website. And that's for me is being present all the time and providing free value. The two big things I'd say: so turn up, provide value, and make it good content. And that's like obviously your forte in like creating world class content, which is what you do. Yeah, I think a lot of people they get. I, listen, I, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you now, right? When I first started in the fitness industry and I was just training, I didn't really know much about the fitness, fitness industry in general. I was, I was training. I thought I was in pretty decent shape. I look back now and I was really, really fucking skinny, but I shred, <laughs> shredded, shredded to the bone. But nevertheless, I thought I was in really good shape. I thought I knew a lot and maybe ego played a little bit of a role, not too much because I've never been that ego driven and I've never been that kind of like, self-confident to the point where I think that I'm better than anyone else but 
there was a point where I thought, yeah, I'm, I look, I look a decent, I'm in decent shape. Um, and then I remember going to, to the first body power that I went to, the body power expo in the UK. I went to the first one and I, I remember walking in there and just being like, almost someone like took every, every ounce of confidence that I had and just pulled it away because I saw so many people trying to like do, do the same thing. Everyone was doing what I wanted to do. Everyone wanted to be this kind of name in the fitness industry or whatever it is, for whatever reason. And then I got extremely disheartened by it. And I was like, well, how, look how many people are trying to go after it. And I think a lot of people, they get sucked into their own kind of like little bubble of where they are, where they're trained. Like if they are like, one of the known people in their gyms and whatnot. But in the grand scheme of things, like you are kind of like a, like a nothingness, like in comparison to like, say for instance, someone like who's, who probably is the biggest name figure in fitness in the UK, like Joe Wicks, like in comparison, like me and you in comparison to Joe Wicks is just nothing like apples and it's apples and oranges. Like the amount of reach that that guy's got and the amount of traction that that guy's got, just becoming main media is, is absolutely fucking ridiculous. But does that dishearten like me? Does that dishearten you in knowing that we yes. are kind of below that? Or does it give you more of a drive towards actually wanting to be like, well, this guy's crushing it. Cool. But let's see how he got to how he was. And let's see if I can do the same, either the same thing or in essence, do something slightly better. But I think when it comes down to kind of social media, especially I think a lot of people would be served a lot better by trying to uh, not jump on the bandwagon at all times and not do things that they see other people become successful at and just stay true to whatever message it, message it is yeah, that I they was, do. I was, I was stay true to your values and don't, like, I see it a lot with, and I, I know you do as well because you've messaged me a few people copying each other and copying you or copying me or like, things look very similar sometimes i'm like mm, like i don't care because it's flattering but um like you need to live your own life and have your own uh way of doing things and create your own masterpiece rather than trying to like copy off other people almost if that makes sense because ultimately that's not really gonna lead you particularly far in my opinion no i think uh in regards to like tiktok like I know there's this big hype at the moment that Instagram's kind of on its way out and TikTok oh, probably be the next platform. But I mean, let's, like, who owns TikTok? Hmm. Like inevitably, what will happen is the same shit that happened with Snapchat is either fucking Facebook will fucking swallow it up and buy it, or, or copy it, rape it. They'll just copy it, and then TikTok will become obsolete. It's the same as what Snapchat is. So yeah, I understand that there's a there's a platform. But it comes it comes down to like what you said, like if you're not on it now and you're kind of sitting on the fence because you may be thinking, What's in it for me? And am I gonna be able to like is it a platform that's good for me? Like, who cares? Just fucking go on it. Here's an example. Whatever happens. Here's an example. Instagram was originally an app that filters on your photos to make them look pretty. Exactly. Exactly. It's crazy. If you think about it, if you think about it, because when Instagram first came out, like Facebook was booming. Like Facebook was Facebook and Twitter were the two main platforms that were absolutely ki killing it. And then all of a sudden Instagram can't, comes out and then it wasn't probably for about another two to three, maybe even four years later where that started building traction. And then uh, people just fucking now, like I speak to the majority of people, like people don't even use Facebook now. Uh, to flip it on your unless head. you're using it, unless you're using it for, for a marketing aspect. 
Yeah, 100%. Flip it on its head, uh, question you for a second. What motivates you? Uh, I think the, like, that changes in time, you know? Like, it's like anything. Like, my, my main outlook on things, like maybe a year and a half, two years ago, were me wanting to reach as many people and coach as many people and change people's lives, like physically and mentally. But I think I had this conversation with Chris the other day, like if you take away any aspect of what it is and the only thing that draws me towards doing something is the ability for me to be able to tap into someone and change their mindset because by being a coach, being a PT, it's the same as me being like the analogy that I gave. It's the same as me being a builder and wanting to build someone a house for like their house of their dreams for their family. Like the, 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 the emotion that you can get out of helping someone, it, it fires me up more than anything. The energy that I feel and the energy that I can create between having conversations with people and almost like opening up their own eyes in aspects of what they can do and what they can achieve as, as, a, as a human being means more to me than getting a transformation and just putting it out and portraying it as it's my, my doing. Yeah. Like, I feel more of a passion towards just connecting with people and more so trying to bring out their fucking, because everyone's got it. I feel everyone's got it. I feel everyone's got this thing that, that like burns inside of them that they want to achieve. It doesn't have to be fitness. It doesn't have to be business. It can be whatever it is, but everyone to an extent will have that. But the majority of people push it away. They push it down and they suppress it. And I feel like I, I did that for so long. And to, to sit here now confidently and say, once you actually let that shit come out and actually move towards the things that you are most passionate about, that's when you experience the best times of your life. Sure, that's when you meet the best people. Yeah. The it's world. It's like, this, is, this is what I want to achieve. Like, if, if you don't believe that you can do it, then why should anyone else? Exactly. But for me, it's kind of connecting with people. And like the, one of the biggest experiences that I've ever had is I've, I've done seminars before, but the seminar that we did uh, up in Nottingham, just the ability to be able to have one-to-one -one conversations with people and know that the stuff that you're saying to them is going to impact them and move them forward for them to better themselves in their life. Like that shit means more to me. So yeah, like I'm a coach. Yeah, I do content creation for people as well. But the main buzz that I get is being able to make actual connections with people. So whether that moving forward, like I don't know. I just know that me, me having that and feeling that energy is something that I, like it's addictive. Like I want mm. more of it. The more I get, the more I want. So for me now, I don't know what that means. Like, who, who knows where, what direction that, that might take me in or who knows what direction that might take you in because inevitably they're not two different things. Like you get, you get, you, your builds your passion inside of you more than anything is your ability to help people, your ability to change people's lives. But like you said, it's because people will then come back to you and tell you the, these things. They'll tell you that the things that you gave them, that the information and knowledge that you gave them help them better their, 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 and, and their lives. Incredibly. So like, it's the same thing. Like what I might do with that, who knows? Yeah, I might blow up and be a, a, like a content creator, fucking genius and have like, build a massive business with that. But there's still going to be an aspect of me helping people 
to try and achieve whatever it is that they're trying and, to achieve. And ultimately, that's where it comes back to. And I think that's why our values aligned, even if our goals, say, for example, were slightly different. The core value is helping people and helping people be happy and achieve whatever their goal is. And like, for me, money aside, like, if, if you helped, you want to be a billionaire, help a billion people. Like, exactly. Straight up, like, the more money you make. Like, it's, I don't even, even if you think about, about it, like, how many people do you think that you've, helped over the span of the past maybe five years like even if you look back and thought that like if you charge two pounds per person no, like, how much how much money you think how much like, free advice you put out on social media that people have taken like bits from like it, it's, exactly. it's big it's big so yeah it's massive i think uh i think a lot of people chase after again instant gratification because and they don't even know what they want Majority of people, they they see people who so uh, who are so called successful in social media, and they kind of want to jump on that bandwagon, but inevitably, like, what, what does that mean? What does it mean to have two hundred thousand followers? Do you know what it means? Like 10, it means sweet fuck all because two hundred thousand followers. It's fucking pay the bills. No, exactly. Do you know what does pay the bills? Helping two hundred thousand people. Exactly. Help them. They will give you. They will throw money at you left, right, and centre. And I mean that sincerely. I'm not like being uh, obnoxious, but like same with me. Like if anyone helps, like, I throw money like left, right, and centre to, to improve myself. At anyone who can make me better at what I do, like and you know that. All I, the only thing I spend money on is investing in myself to be better. Whether it's physically, mentally, coaching, whatever. I, every aspect yeah. of my life, I've got people I lean on to try and help me level up to the next level. Yeah, I think that's one of the main factors. Like you have to kind of connect with people that are. Uh, further advancing you in, 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 any, in any aspect if that's like physically like you need to reach out to people who are physically more advanced than you businessly business more advanced than you whatever it may be so you can just pull different and people might see that as being like greedy and whatnot but it's not it's you just trying to but you know what understanding for it anyone who's in that position will have massive respect for you asking and what's the worst they can just say no Exactly. And I had this conversation with someone uh, a few weeks back and I, I was like, oh, why don't you reach out to so-and-so and see if they can help you? And the guy that I was speaking to, his reaction was like, oh, yeah, but what if they turn around and say no? What, 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 if, they turn around, or what if they turn around and don't even like acknowledge it and don't reply to it? And I was like, it's a fucking win-win. Like, if, they, if, if you reach out to someone and you say, for instance, ask them for advice or ask them for help or whatever it is, if they turn around to you and say yes, then it's a win, right? If they turn around to you and say no or don't even reply to you at all, for me, that's a win-win because for me, it's kind of like I'd take that as I'd be polite and I'd say, okay, thank you. Like, like I appreciate you, you, you taking the time to respond and saying no. But in the back of my head, I'd be like, okay, cool. Like um, I'm going to fucking make it anyway. Even if you don't want to fucking help me, I'm still going to fucking go after it. And there's potentially going to be a point where we meet up again and you're going to wish that you fucking had said yes to it. So, like talking about that, nothing makes me laugh more than when I first started trying to do like, work, do stuff in the fitness industry, everyone took the piss out of me. Even like mm. close friends who were at the gym at the time. And you ask like our good friend Chris and he'll remind you of a few of them. We're like, oh, what, yeah. with your boy Charlie, why is he doing, why is he doing X, Y, Z? But like they all took the piss out of me then, but like, none of them are laughing now. Like, like straight no. up. Do you know what I mean? And like everyone asks exactly. afterwards, how have you done this? 
Well, like, remember, like, you used to me, like, two, three years ago. So, like, to start to wrap this up, the one thing I would say to anyone is, if you're, if you believe in yourself, just go and do it and don't give a shit what anyone else says. And, like, for me, all those people you said the piss out of me was, like, that was fuel for the fire to, like, prove a point and be like, fucking watch this. Like, I'm going to prove you wrong. <laughs> yeah. Come back two, three years and say, like, say what you said because you, you, I'm going to prove you yeah. wrong. And that, that for me, like, arrogant point of view is just, like, I see him now and I'm like, like not smug, but I'm like, it reminds me of the harder you work, the better the results you get with fitness or business or whatever it is in life. And it just reminds me uh, of yeah. putting my foot down to the floor. Definitely. Because I think where a lot of people don't, what a lot of people don't understand is they see these like kind of big name figures in the fitness industry. And it kind of maybe they think that it goes from them being nothing to them being famous oh, or, in, or, or social media famous, but it's not, it's that progression in between. Because nobody really starts unless you, unless say for instance you get like a massive viral video which like puts you out in front of loads of people. It's a slow process. Like it's a progression, and even if that does happen, you're still going to have to master the art of speaking in front of the camera. You're still going to have to master the art of like trying to connect with people. So where a lot of people kind of I think go wrong is they they get put off by the whole oh if someone's looking at me because I'm filming myself or or whatever. But you just have the understanding there has to be a new person. Like, let's say, for instance, Joe Wicks, right? There will inevitably be another Joe Wicks. Like, you, you remember when fucking Mr. Motivator was fucking... Mate, Mr. Motivator is the nicest guy. He's still killing it. Mate, I saw him in Barcelona. He's the nicest dude that shot him. Fucking crazy. But um, there has to be someone else. Yeah. This is what I mean. And that's in any aspect. There will have to be <laughs> someone else. So what? Yeah. What, why not? Who, who, like, who's stopping you? Like, if you truly want to, to do it, if you truly want to become something or be someone, like, nobody in the whole entire world is stopping you. Not the guy who's looking at you in the corner, who's, who's maybe smugly thinking to himself, oh, what's this guy recording him for? Like, it's not that guy that's going to stop you. It's, the, it's, the, the, it's inevitably the reaction that you have to it. And if you can just have a reaction with, like, do you know what? I don't give a fuck what you think. I don't give a fuck what you think. I'm just going to do it because the message that I've got is so pure, pure and so true. And it's like I said on a, on a different podcast, like me not putting out my message, you not putting out the message of fitness, you not putting Charlie Johnson in, in the main screen, uh, screen of, of uh, social media is doing these people a disjustice. Yeah, you're because not how many people you, you say, exactly. So how, how you come down, down to the fact, like how many people have you helped over the span of like two to three years? Those people wouldn't have been helped. Like these people's lives have been changed for the better. They wouldn't have been helped if you had to paid attention to the people that were maybe looking at you or taking the mick or being like, oh, what's he doing? Who does he think he is? If you'd have let that shit get to you, then the lives that you have changed would never have been changed. And I'd still be working a nine to five, well, nine, at 8.30 till 6.30 in an office in a state agent. So, and you would have been miserable as fuck. Oh, mate, I'd not- hated life and... Yeah, it's just you're not living living life the way you should be. So I think that's quite a poignant point to wrap it up. And I think for me, the one thing to leave to anyone is just like the fear of change. Like once you've made that decision and you've taken the jump, for me, like when I left my full-time job was the biggest weight lifted and the start of the biggest adventure I've ever been on. Like for anyone who's thinking about doing something, just do it and message me. Message me if you've got any questions or you want to backing up on it. DM me on Instagram, Charlie Johnson Fitness. Definitely. Uh, just to tie this up, then, uh, what's the next step for Charlie Johnson? Uh, for me, venture. <laughs> it's the evolutionary process. So I'm getting um, 
the goal is to keep growing the coaching business to try and transform as many people around the world as I can do, try and help change as many lives as possible with that. So that's through the one-to-one coaching program, also the Shred and Eight, which will be the biggest eight-week transformation program in the world. I've said it already, that will happen. Uh, and alongside that, I'm getting a lot of people close current clients and friends who want help with their own online businesses. So that's um, an avenue. I currently help a few people with that at the moment. That's an avenue that will be opening up into in the new year uh, just to try and streamline things a bit more than that. So for me, it's trying to be time efficient with what I do and to try and help people and provide as much value as I can. So it's trying to put a structure in place around that to try and help everyone in terms of their business and also their physiques. Okay, cool. And personal goals? Uh, personal goals is to keep physically physically just keep improving mentally keep improving like my eyes have been opened so much in the last year in terms of how much I can improve by educating myself further like I'd say I'm pretty advanced already but in terms of like becoming one of the best in the world in terms of training nutrition supplements everything the more you learn the better you can be and also like putting yourself in an environment to exceed so like to excel so like as you know, I've been training a lot with um, Robert Muscleworks. Like, I've been literally, I've been paying someone to pretty much rape me in the gym like five times a week. Uh, obviously, I'm a trainer and I had to train myself, but like, like you know as well as I do that if you've got someone on your back like caning you, you're going to get an extra 10, 20 percent out of every session. And like, that's part of the reason my body's like responded so quickly the last two weeks is because there's like no stone unturned, and it's for me, it's just like how can I maximize everything I could do to be the best I can be? So that's my ultimate goal. I don't really care about competing with anyone else. I like mm-hmm. one of the best tips I can like leave this with for anyone else. So I was just, if you find yourself looking at someone's social media platform, a, pro, a profile and feeling like inadequate and unhappy, unfollow them and don't look at them. Cause like stay on your own lane and focus on you being the best version of you. And ultimately that was what will lead you to being successful. And then you to being happy, which is ultimately the end goal we all want. Boom. Love that. Mic drop. I think that's, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think that's, uh, that's a good place to leave it, man. I uh, appreciate you uh, taking the time to come on here. I know it's, it looks like it's fucking almost midnight there. You've not, you've not got any lights on in that. No, I forgot to turn them on. It was light when we started. We've been going so long. And where's your blue light blockers as well? I, I didn't need them. It was light earlier. <laughs> oh, man. I appreciate you coming on. Cool. And, um, Pleasure. I'm sure we will speak very very soon anyway. peace out and everyone drop me a message when you quit your job and you live your dreams <laughs> <laughs>